Hello, welcome to today's podcast. I'm Louise and today's podcast is titled What's Happening in April in the Cleaning Industry. Um, welcome, Diane's here with me today. But Hi, Diane, hello, do you want to kick us off? On April the 1st, a couple of things changed, didn't it? Yeah, so the big one really is minimum wage. Yep. Increased and- by nearly 10% painful isn't it because actually by the time you add on we've talked about this on previous podcasts by the time you add on national insurance holiday pay that everything else oh it's got expensive for us isn't it big big increase and yeah you're right because it's not just the actual basic wage it's the extra travel time that that has to be added on as well or you have to increase your hourly rate by so much so that you're you know you're, you're so far away from minimum wage so you can attract the right people as well so yeah it's a it's a a big hit for all business owners so our topic our message from today's podcast is really i think we were talking about it and going well actually it's hold your nerve isn't it because it's scary um we talked we did a podcast back on february the 22nd it went live um and it said we talked about why you need to increase your prices all the things that were coming up well it's happened now and we gave away a free price increase temporary uh, template in the free resources on the DCBM. Um, obviously, there's more. There's lots of different options if you're actually a member. And they went out, and they went out through April. And most of them, for business owners, have kicked in on the first of April. So, did you put your prices up, Diane? We did, yes. And um, uh, yeah, ours literally started on the first of April. Our new prices, and yeah, there's an element right now of hold your nerve, isn't there? <laughs> oh, we did the same. It's a little bit scary. We've had two cancellations nothing major probably would have happened anyway but we're sort of sat there and you can feel the grumblings from the customers some are fine with it some are absolutely fine understand it completely but some are like how much am I having to pay for cleaners but the reality is we're not suddenly being you know the kind of company that wants to make massive profits it's going up across the industry and you almost have to go please everyone else put your price up at the same time please don't make me look bad (laughs) and 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 there's always fear around sending out a price increase letter it's 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 probably one of one of the harder things to do isn't it it's just like they're all going to cancel and and you've got all these awful thoughts and the reality is I think we've had two cancellations as well out of 200 customers as well so it's it's the reality isn't always as bad as we think it is it's more our fear of it that causes the the anxiety But we also know they don't often cancel before it kicks in. It kicks in and then it's two, three. It sort of it starts sort of two weeks after it kicks in and then it goes on for like the next two months. But generally, there's not that many, is there, that will cancel if you're unlucky. Five percent. So 200 customers. What's that? Four. No, that's not right. That's not right at all. (laughs) Ten percent would be It's 10. And I could probably cope with 10 cancelling over a two month period. Yeah. And, and the, the uh, talked about holding your nerve. You know, we always before we, we send out any price increase letter, new customers are already on that price. So we already know that we can sell at that price. So we know really realistically we can replace those customers if any of them cancel. I publicly post about this. So I put our prices up for new customers. I actually only did it really recently. Normally I do it six months before, but I started doing it at the beginning of March. And um, I had a day where I did five quotes, none, none booked me in. I was like, what's gone wrong? 
pitched at this price before. I was confident. I know how to sell and none went for me. Now, I'll be honest, I was having a bit of a wobble on that day anyway. Um, but you, you really start to doubt yourself. And I can see other business owners that maybe aren't quite as experienced. You only have to get turned down three or four times that week to go, what am I doing wrong? And I was luckily or, enough- Or just assuming it's the, just the price that's causing the problem. Yeah, you assume it's the price. Now, I actually don't think the five that didn't go with me, I doubt it had anything really to do with the price, probably a little bit. Um, do you know what one actually said to me? That is extortionate. I was like, oh, in their five bedroom, three million pound house. And it was extortionate. I was like, your nails cost more than what I'm asking you for cleaning. Like- and, but I was in the wrong mood and I just didn't know what to say. And oh, I, I beat myself up a little bit afterwards going, oh, you could have dealt with that so much better. Yeah, we, we find this. I always find that the first couple of quotes and we quote over the phone. So the first couple of quotes at the new price very rarely go over the line. And, and it, I don't think it's not the price. It's me. Yes. I, I suddenly are going, I, I, I don't want to do this. I'm scared to tell them the price. And do you know what? It comes across. Do you know, I actually said, the price is this. Is that all right? I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I actually said that. And I, and I think it's really hard. And, and do you know what else I did as well, which was a big mistake? Um, because I was, I don't know why I was expecting a price objection. But I said, before I even go around your house, and it's all done on video, before I even go around your house, this is the estimated price it would be. Is that in your ballpark? And um, all of them were like, yes, but a couple were like, oh, no, why would I pitch them the price before actually going around their house and selling them what I was doing? And I had to have a little word with myself, a little bit of a head wobble going, get back on track. Yeah, we're, we're always very keen to earn the price. OK, so before we tell them the price, we need to earn it and we need to build that rapport and need to ask the right questions and know exactly what their needs are and how you're meeting them and, and make sure they know that. Before you tell them the price, I'm always happy to give people the price, but it's not the first part of the conversation before they've even had the, you know, even before they even know me. Well, anyway, three days later, five more quotes, five booked in. So you kind of go, look, it's not the price, it's me. Like, oh, I was just incredibly unlucky that day, but I suspect it was me. And this is probably a message that we, we, we talk about a lot and we get, we actually sometimes get some backlash about it, don't we? Where we're like, it's not the price. It's not your area. It's not this. It's not that. It's your sales skills and your confidence that you are worth it. Yes. And if you waver, you get the results that both you and I get as well. We have, you know, yeah, those bad days. And we can only, obviously, when we're on this podcast, we can only talk from our own experience and kind of share what we've learned. And that is one of the number one things I've learned is that my ability to sell at a certain price is nothing to do with my location nothing to do with it's just my ability my confidence and that comes across to the to the potential customer but it's not just confidence it's it's actually and when it's the script it's the whole very well processed script and how to do it key and questions think, yeah key questions and really for me when it all went horribly wrong i just went back to basics and went oh you know how to do this so so I, and I don't think we can reiterate this too much. It is not about the price. If you cannot get business in, it is probably not about the price. I say probably not. 
sometimes it actually is. If you cannot deliver the quality of service to justify that price, then it probably is the price. But I would still say, actually, it's not the price, it's your quality that you can't deliver. Um, but we're seeing an awful lot at the moment, a lot of businesses for the first time ever are struggling to get new business. And I've definitely noticed this. I mean, if I look back to lockdown, just a year after lockdown, I was getting 12 inquiries a day. Yeah, That's yeah, dropped crazy. right down now. So we're probably, I think I'm, we're getting three, four inquiries a day. Um, and I would imagine, but what we're seeing is some people are still overrun with work and others are going, can't get any in. Yeah, we found that. So we had a dip beginning of February. Our inquiries pretty much dropped off a cliff. We were like, and I was like, oh, is this a recession coming? What's going on here? And then I was like, in reality, are we actually doing that much marketing? <laughs> you know, we, we were doing the basics because it'd been so easy for like pretty much since June 2020. We'd been busy. We hadn't, I hadn't had to spend that much time on marketing. Our social media was probably once a month or twice, two or three times a month. Maybe oh. up to Christmas I did a bit, but it wasn't consistent. And yes, we were investing in some Google AdWords, but I turned off some of it. I turned off some of the pay-per-click because we didn't need it. And so, yeah, February, it took a nosedive and I went, oh, actually, maybe I need to do some marketing. And it's taken probably about four or five weeks to kick in and now we're inundated again so it wasn't that there's no demand it wasn't a, it might be a recession but that, that affects things in other ways but the demand is still there we just weren't asking for it we weren't telling people that we were open for business and since I've been we've been back focusing and our social media is every single day and our social media reach is now up 50% consistently two months in a row in fact the first month it was up 450% but I'll settle for 50% a month um, and we, we're investing back in in AdWords and getting more clicks on our website so yeah, and it's starting to pay off but you know Diane the problem here is actually it's all very well that you're going well yes now I have to up what I'm doing it then actually has a knock-on effect on maybe the smaller businesses around you because the reality is you can dedicate someone to do that you will throw money at AdWords because you've got a bigger business so will your sudden going suddenly going actually I'm going to start marketing does that have a knock-on effect on the smaller businesses around you it probably does. But, you know, every business just needs to be constantly marketing and constantly, if you want to grow, constantly recruiting. But there are lots of options. You don't have to throw money at things. I mean, social media is technically free. There's, there's time to be spent on it, but it's technically free. But, you know, we, we've shared lots and lots of free and low cost marketing strategies. You don't have to pay for things. Every business can can focus on marketing. You say we've shared, we've shared it to the members group. We have done a phenomenal amount of work and research on ways to market. And I've got to say, if you've watched that webinar and you are not flying, it's probably because you're not doing the work. Um, but more than that, because you are flying at the moment, you're launching, what is it, the five-day marketing challenge? Yes. So, and this is not just for our members. So this is, you know, our DCBM members get lots and lots of, of, of extra support but we're launching this for the industry because we want to help everyone to make sure that you're bringing in those inquiries because if you're going to have to put your prices up because everything's going up in price then you're going to need to perhaps generate more leads so yeah we're, we're running a five days you'll probably need to invest an hour a day of your time and just follow the challenge just do what you're told to do and um, you will you will see results I'm looking forward to this because I did this. When did we last do it? Last year? Last year, yeah. 
last year it does make a big difference and do you know what's really strange five days of just focusing on it even if you miss a day you go oh like it does make a big difference and I'm aiming for five days five new clients yeah and I'm going to be sharing a tip every single day on a particular topic in in we've got a private Facebook group just for the challenge like a pop-up group for the challenge Um, and if you if you go into Facebook it's called DCBN five-day marketing challenge should be easy for you to find just join the group and I'm going to be sharing something every single day in that group on the five days of the challenge but not only that it doesn't start till the first of May and the group's already open we've already got 96 people in the group and it's only been open three days Um, and I'm already sharing tips and ideas in that group so you won't just get the five days you'll get a whole month's worth of tips and ideas on marketing as we build up to the actual challenge itself I love it I love it and you are very good at this aren't you there's no doubt you are a marketer I love it it's one of my favorite things to do in the business perfect um and one of the things that um you say and and you've just pointed out there it's about being consistent isn't it yeah and that's the sort of the key lesson here I think in in business generally is that if you do something consistently it works but it it can take a little bit of time so if you haven't done any marketing for a year and you start doing some marketing if you do everything in the five-day challenge if you only do it for the five days you might not see the results so it's continuing to everything that you put in you learn put it into practice but put into practice regularly because say I was posting two or three times on my so on our social media for the business, but posting every single day since the 14th of February has achieved massive results just from that one strategy. So you started on Valentine's Day. I started on the 14th of February, Valentine's Day, and I posted every single day since then. But I schedule it. So it's not really that, you know, time consuming. I love it. And so we want to go back to the main message, which is hold your nerve. Yeah. Now, going back to talking about pricing, um, it's really hard because you do put your prices up and customers don't always like it. And one of the things I guess we want to say is something that you should know from reading the news, but a lot of us don't always have time to watch the news or maybe don't understand it. Um, when we talk about the inflation rates going up, um, hopefully this makes sense to you here, at least I am. Um, the inflation rates mean that everything is going up. I mean, what the inflation rate is, is a bit ambiguous. Let's say it's around 10, 15%. It it honestly depends how you measure it. And the more you get into this, the more debate there is. The reality is it's probably near a 30%. But um, let's say everything's gone up 10% and we're putting our prices up 10%. You feel guilty, but you go, actually, you are putting them up 10% to stay exactly where you are because... The reality is you need that money, not just in the business, but you need to earn a wage to live, to pay your rent, to buy your food. And if you don't put that price up, you you know, how are you going to survive? And it might be the customers don't like it, but what's their option? They've got to go to somewhere else if they're going to continue having cleaners. And the reality is those people have got to eat and pay their rent. And it's so when inflation goes up, as it has done, it's it's very much across the board and so we don't need to feel bad but gosh we do don't we yeah and you know the re- but the reality is you know minimum wage is, has gone up by almost 10 percent, and that's just one cost so we have to and you know people we're all I hate sending out price increase letters don't get me wrong you know it's, it's just as hard no matter the size of your business or how long you've been sending out that price increase letter but the reality is I've also received quite a lot of price increase letters as well our business telephone has gone up broadband has gone up you know everything in our business is going up as well certainly our electricity bills at the office have shot up horrific so I'm not, we're not the only people are having to send out price increase letters 
so I was saying we go to a charity I, I work with a charity and every Tuesday we go out for a meal and it was six pounds 16 pounds 75 for two courses and a drink which I thought by the way was very reasonable and last night they went right it's gone up to 19 pounds 75 we were like three pounds now still reasonable don't get me wrong and some of you'll be going come on Louise stop moaning about that <laughs> um but but where do you go? Like if we don't like that price increase, it's not like we can go somewhere else and think they haven't increased their prices. And so this is where as cleaning business owners, we hold our nerve and know that they they can't go elsewhere. Well, they can, but it's not going to be based on price. No. And I think that's the realisation as well, is that people aren't just judging your service based on price. Um, and we don't judge a restaurant based on price we, we we judge it based on the quality and I had a takeaway I mean you know I live in France so we don't get takeaway curries we had a takeaway curry last night and it was horrible I didn't care about the price but I want I needed the quality so I'll never go there again we'll, we'll find a different one but you know that people aren't always price shopping we think that they are but they're not they want a really good service they want reliability they want you know they want a good customer service they want somebody that's going to manage it all for them and make their lives easier they're not always price shopping so don't focus on the price yourself and think I have to be cheaper than everybody else and the other thing that we're seeing as well is obviously with the price rise there comes one other thing customers start do you call it cancellations juggling about uh, being pains they've been really stable what we want the perfect customer is a nice stable one whether they go weekly two weekly all those things I can deal with as long as they are consistent and stable and as soon as we as businesses change something the customer's reaction seems to be oh I'm now going to become an unstable customer and you go oh come on like yeah when- sometimes there's a well um, I'll pay the price increase but I expect it to be worth it yes so it could be, what extra do I get for the price increase? Nothing. You don't get a bigger part, more for your broadband, or you don't get more in the meal you booked. It's the same. It's the same with the cleaning. Um, but also they suddenly go, I'm going to cancel this next one. And it's like, it's a money saving thing. If they are doing that to you, again, it's hold your nerve. They will all settle back down again, because the reality is people have cleaners because they can't cope with their own cleaning or for whatever reason, um, they want you and they want that stability. But you almost have to be a little bit harsh here. And this is where cancellation clauses start coming in. So I would, when you take that phone call to say, I want to cancel tomorrow, I just need to remind you that you will be paying 50% of the bill. Fine, then I won't cancel. Okay, then don't cancel. Doesn't bother me. I'd rather you didn't. (laughs) And also, I think dealing with that side of it is easier if your marketing is working and you know that you're generating new leads because new clients at the new price, they're not going to have their expectations changed by the new price. They're set from the beginning, whereas somebody that was paying less in their mind, they're thinking, well, I'll pay that, but I want more. (laughs) And that's not possible. Yeah. And and again, I want to point out one little thing there. We've talked about sort of people cancelling and um, short term cancellations, long term cancellations, price changes. All of this should be covered in terms and conditions. Now, Diane, how many new businesses and I'll be honest, some DCBM members. And if you're listening to this, guys, I'm not impressed. Mm -hmm. um, Don't have terms and conditions. No. And there is no excuse for a DCBM member because literally there's two lots there that cover you for everything. Yeah, you can have a simple one page or you can have a a much more in-depth one. And actually, there's even one there for commercial clients as well. So you've got um, everything covered as if you're a DCBM member. Yeah, and and whether this comes down to fear again, you know, the the hold your nerve thing is 
people don't enforce or even send out their terms and conditions because they're frightened that that will make the customer say no but actually terms and conditions let everybody know where they stand and it and it solves so many problems down the line when you do have to perhaps enforce the cancellation clause that they they're aware of it it's not going to come as a shock no no and you can make it really informal so you can call it terms and conditions uh what, you can call it terms and conditions or contract and you can do a contract and get them to sign it I love that. And you can do it digitally or you can get them to physically sign it. Or you can just add it as terms and conditions so that when you send the quote, the terms and conditions are attached and they have to say, yes, I've seen it because they are the attachment on there. And so it's almost it's not like you're being sneaky because you're not being sneaky, but you don't have to make it a really big thing. This this is the quote. Please find terms and conditions attached. If you go ahead, you will be agreeing to these terms and conditions. It is that simple. Completely. Yeah, we don't get our clients to sign terms and conditions. They're just part of the, the quote process that this is how we do things. And these are the rules, rules of the game, if you like. Yeah. And they're happy with it, aren't they? So, um, so yes, hopefully April will be good. We are currently in the Easter holidays, although by the time this goes out, we may be at the end of the Easter holidays. Um, Four-day so, weeks are good fun, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, but it, it's the best holiday apart from Christmas because it means we've got Good Friday and Easter Monday. So we get a full four days off unless you work the bank holidays. Yeah, no, I don't work bank no. Holidays. no, love a four-day weekend. <laughs> uh, hopefully it'll be sunny. Hopefully. Fingers crossed, everybody. Um, so if this, if you see this after or hear this after the Easter holidays, hope you had a good one. Um, continue to hold your nerve because if you're listening to this when this comes out, it will probably be the sort of squeaky bum time. <laughs> can I say that? <laughs> Gosh, you can. Yeah. But hopefully, you know, if you are listening to this later, you've, you've put your prices up, you come out the other side, you can see the difference in the business. You know, you're making, you know, you're building a better business and your customers will, will just get used to the new prices because everybody is sending out price increases letters for everything right now. Yeah. And hopefully your prices aren't going up too much. And if they do continue rising, don't wait another year. Those price increases, if it keeps continuing from here now, hopefully, hopefully what everybody's saying is it's kind of hit a bit of a, a peak now. But if they all keep going up, we're going to have no choice but to do price rises in sort of four, six months time. So I'm hoping we're not going to have to do another podcast saying put your prices up. It would be lovely to just have a nice steady we, away year. Lots of inquiries, lots of lots of easy recruitment and, and yeah, not, nothing too dramatic. But who knows? Do you think do you think it'll be more than two months before we do another talking about prices? Probably do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. You know what's coming up in two months time? Summer holidays. Of course. Yeah. Which and do you know, I'm just going to add this a little bit on before we finish. And it's something that I think a lot of cleaners don't realize, particularly when they start. Um, and we don't talk about it because it's so ingrained. We know about it. But there is a cycle in the cleaning year. So we know exactly when it's going to get busy and when it's going to peter off. We know when it's going to be easier to recruit and we know when to not even bother putting out recruitment adverts. Um, should we talk about that on the next one, Diane? Yeah, why not? The cycle, the, the cycle of a cleaning business. Let's do that one. Lovely to speak to you all and look forward to hearing from us or hearing from you guys on the next one. Bye.